this is Helen Hooper and I am the host of Lloyd's Choice Live Support Podcast. It is Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. on August the 25th. I hope you are having a great morning so far and as usual around about this time, you're usually out in traffic or you're getting in traffic or you are already in traffic getting your coffee, whatever the case may be. School is in, so now we have other people to look out for in traffic. So check for the school buses and those other guys because they're not always checking for you. We want everyone to arrive safely at their destination and be safe out there this morning. This morning, I wanted to talk about um, the anointing that's on your life. I have an anointing that's on my life. And most people really don't think about it, how much the anointing carries you through the day, carries you through your life, whatever God, um, however God has fashioned you, what he's put inside of you, what he has ordained you to do. Now, everything you won't be able to do because God didn't give you the anointing to do that. He may have given somebody anointing to sing. And I, my take on singers is we have some people that are anointed and can bring in the glory of God in the building. They can saturate the air. They can get the atmosphere prepared for praise or whatever God is wanting to do in that atmosphere. And there are some people who are just talented and they are entertainers and they cannot do that they don't have the anointing to do it god may have given you anointing to make money Um, other people see how you do it and they think they can walk in that same anointing god did not give you that anointing um you're not going to be able to do that you're not going to be able to walk in their anointing god gives us all places where he has where he wants us to be he has troubled a path for us to be there and some people like, well, it worked for her or work for him, and it doesn't work for me. It does not work that way. Your anointing is for you and for you only. Whatever God has purposed for your life, that's where you are going to, that's where your anointing is going to show up, activate, and it's going to work in that area. Everybody does not have the same calling. They do not have the same purpose. And God does not have the same plan for them. Therefore, there are other arenas that God has put you in. You know, a lot of people saw me do a lot of things in my last job. I worked there for almost, um, and anybody that knows me is in the low-income areas around Jacksonville. Not only in um, one specific area, but um, even in some ministries that have called me in to help um, to design things or to start programs and I have gone to do that to help because I know what anointing that I walk in. I walk in a in an administrative anointing. I know that God has took me as a coordinator, as a developer, as a trailblazer. I know how my anointing works because there's some things that people think, oh, well, she did this and she can do that. That is not my calling. So I cannot go there and do whatever you saw me do. That may not work for you. That may not work for your ministry. That may not work for your community. It is where God places you. When you have an anointing on your life, let's look at the look at the um, some of the men and women in the Bible. How Moses was anointed to do exactly what he did, which was be a deliverer. That's what God chose for him to do. That's what God troubled his path so he could be that deliverer for his people. Let's look at King David before he became King David. His anointing, where his anointing was, he was uh, he was able to calm Saul's spirit, even though Saul was trying to kill him. Even when he invited him into the kingdom as a boy, 
When he played the string instruments, it soothed his soul. He had an anointing for that. Look at Solomon. Solomon had he the Bible said he was one of he was the richest man that ever lived. He said he was also very, very intelligent, wise. God gave him that. He's, that was his anointing. He knew how to make money. He was wise. He made wise decisions. He was anointed to do that. God gave him that. Let's look at Esther. Esther had the favor of the king. God anointed her just to save her nation, the nation of people, the Jews. She was anointed to do that. We cannot, your anointing only works for God has put you and, per, and sent you to be and prepared for you to be your atmosphere, your metron, your sphere of influence. That's where your anointing is and that's where it's activated and that's where, where it works. So when you go to a place and you're like, well, this is not working for me, maybe God has not applied that to your hands. Now, there's some things you can do, you're just going to be able to do it. But when it's a calling, you would definitely know it. When you're calling, um, you're you're walking in your calling, you're going to definitely need that anointing to activate and to work. You're going to have to ask the Holy Spirit to lead and guide. It's not anything to play with. And this is the thing that people don't, most people don't understand. They, they want the spotlight. They want to be in the spotlight. You know, I'm anointed to preach. I'm anointed to teach. I'm anointed to do this and do that. But when... You are getting your anointing. Usually, you are going to go through trials, and some of them are fiery trials. Some of them, you're not going to be. You're going to think you're not going to be able to come through. You're not. You're going to think that you know, Lord, I am getting real weary here. I'm getting a little weak here. How long, you know, am I going to be in this? And what is going on? What is going on is you're being tried by fire because when you come out, there is an assignment for you, and you have to be well equipped. So anointing is just not for you to show up and sit in the pulpit. Some people are not even called to the pulpit. They just go. Your anointing might be in a classroom. Your anointing might be outside of the four four walls of the church. Even though you're in church and you're, you're ordained to do something, you're an elder, you're whatever, but it may be that you have been anointed out of the, out of the four walls of the church. Maybe it's in the community. Maybe it's feeding. Maybe it's doing something else, whatever. God has given you, but anointing, your anointing does not activate everywhere because you're not supposed to be everywhere. Anointing also draws attention to you. You suffer for your anointing. Look at Jesus, our ultimate, ultimate example. What he went through, he went to the cross. He died for us. He gave his life for us. He laid it down. Those are his words. He laid it down. The word says he laid it down. Nobody takes my life. I lay it down. He had an anointing to do that. God sent him here for just that reason, to lay down his life and to die for our sins, to put us in good standing with God. We can go to the Father without the middleman. He was anointed to do that. That's what he was sent to do. All of us have a calling on our life. All of us has something that God has anointed us to do. But don't think you're just going to get an anointing and sit around. Anointing comes with suffering. Most people with a strong anointing and go through the fiery, fiery trials all the time over and over and over again. They have a great calling on their life, a great anointing on their life. But when they come through all of those trials, all with flying, with flying colors, and they don't faint, 
or that means that they don't fall by the wayside, that anointing that you have is going to, you're going to go forth in your calling. You're going to go forth in what God has applied to your hands to do. Your purpose and the plans that he has for you are going to be great and you're going to be do great exploits and be very successful in it. That's what I tell people. Your anointing is just not for show because when you are getting it, it is no fun. I can tell you that. You think this is unusual trials, unusual fiery situations, and it is. And you sometimes you have to ask, oh my God, did you forget that I was here? Did you forget that I was in this thing? And then the Holy Spirit reminds me, no, he didn't forget that you were there. It's just something that you happen to learn, something that he wants to wants you to gather from this situation. He wants you to gather from this trial. And then we can move on. So if you're complaining about something, if you're complaining about being somewhere, check and see if you are just not in a trial and it's going to be over sooner or later because you're getting your anointing. Anointing always draws, it it draws attention and it will, it will draw the enemy. You will bring attention. The enemy will turn just to see what you're doing and get real busy, but it's okay because most of the time it's just a test and we have to go through in order to get you anointed you have to suffer to get an anointing anointing comes with suffering most people just want something to say hey i got it but how did you get it i heard td jake say something years ago he said he was preaching um and a young man came up to him and he said he was sweating really profusely he was really sweating and he had his rag he was washing his face or wiping his face as he as he preached, he said, but after he got finished preaching, you know, people meet and greet and he was talking to different people. But he said this, this young man walked up to him and wanted the towel that he had wiped his face with. And he said, why would you ask me for my towel? He said, because you've been wiping your sweat all night. He said, and if you give that to me, you would transfer the anointing on your life to me. He said, and I stood there and I looked, he said, in amazement, like, he said, and I told him, you did not suffer like I did to get this anointing. He said, for me to just wipe my face and give you my towel and you go through nothing, he said, that is not going to do you any good. He said, and I had to suffer. He said, so guess what? You're going to have to do the same thing. People think anointing is just, I am, I'm going to walk the floor and I'm going to preach and I'm going to teach. Yes, you are. I'm going to do whatever God tells me to do. My anointing. I have an an anointing for community, for building, for designing. That's what I have. That's what I have. Being a founder, being a trailblazer. I know what my anointing is. I know administrative. um, I got to have an anointing in administration, like church administration. I know to put things together. The Holy Spirit gives me those things. I just can't think of this stuff myself. I know what my anointing is and I know where I walk and how I walk with God. He has given me that and I've learned that over the years and because I walk in that anointing, I do well in those fields of expertise where he sends me, I do well. So if you are in an area where you think God has fashioned you to be, he's put your anointing there and most people know what is anointing. 
It's the power to do whatever God has placed in your hands to do that you came here to do because everyone has an assignment. That's why you're here. It's not just to look cute. It's not just to, to make money and be rich and show off. It is not that. It is to upbuild the kingdom of God because we all have a timeline that we're working with. God has given us, he's given us grace to do the things that he would have us to do. We all have a timeline. We all have something to do for God. He sent you here for a reason. There is a problem in the earth realm that you have come to solve. That's where your anointing lies. And if you don't know where you're anointed, you don't know the areas that you're anointed in, you need to get with God and ask him, show me, Holy Spirit, lead and guide me. We have an advocate. His name is Jesus. We have to pray. We have to use the tools that he gives us. There is something in the earth realm that needs to be solved and you have it. You have it. You have the answers. He's put you here to do just that. Find out what that is. And every time I talk to people and they tell me, well, I just want to help. I think God just wants me to help. That is a broad statement. Help Help with what? Help who? Where? Just don't say he wants me to help. God wants all of us to help. But where is your anointing? That's where you need to be. I've seen people in church working out of order. They shouldn't be there and this person shouldn't be over here. That person shouldn't be on the usher board and that person definitely shouldn't be in the pulpit. That shouldn't be a deacon. He should. It's just sometimes it's just church politics and it's all off. That's why the atmosphere is sometimes it's messed up. It's atmosphere has a lot of um, static in the air when you go certain places because things are all off. You're not walking in your anointing. That's not where God will place you. It's all wrong. It's out of order. And we know if anything is out of order, if the head is out of order, the whole body follows nothing. There's static in the air, in the atmosphere, because it's not right. And if you are working somewhere, if you're doing something and then you ask, well, what does God apply to your hands? Well, you know, um, I think he's just calling me to, to be, I just, I, I love helping people. So I'm going to be a nurse. That is your occupation. What is your calling? What does he apply to your hands to do? Where are you supposed to be? What are you supposed to be touching? Who are you supposed to be? Who are you, who, what lives are you supposed to be touching? Where are you supposed to be placed in the earth realm, in the city, in your atmosphere, in your metron? Your metron is your place of influence. It is your, it's your atmosphere. It's where you're supposed to be. What region are you supposed to be in? That's where your anointing works. What areas are you supposed to be in? There are regions. There are certain demons in regions. And God calls people to certain regions, certain areas, because that's the anointing that he gave them to pull down strongholds, to call these things out, to uproot these things. Where are you supposed to be? How is your anointing working? Or is it working at all? Are you in your metron, your place of influence, your sphere of influence? Are you there? Because if you're not, you're wasting your time because you are not doing what God has applied you to do. You are not doing what he has anointed you to do. This is how you know that you're walking in your anointed. It comes easy for you. You can walk in it. You can speak it. You can hear the Holy Spirit clearly telling you what to do, leading and guiding as he is supposed to do, because that's why the Lord sent him back. He said he was going to send a comforter. He leads, he guides, he talks, he speaks. And he will lead and guide you on what to do. You just ask him. 
you know you're in the right place. You know you're in your metron. You know you're in your area of influence. That's where your anointing is activated. That's where you will thrive. So stop trying to put yourself in places that you know is not going to, if it isn't working, check and see if you're in the right place. Check and see if you're in the right area. Is that where God called you to be? Is that what God called you to do? Is the, Are those the people that he has applied to your hands to help? Because most of the time, if it isn't, it is not going to work. It is going to fall to the ground. I didn't give you that anointing. I gave you this anointing. I gave you a gift to anointing to lay hands. I gave you a gift to sing. I gave you an anointing to bring in the Shekinah glory. When you open your mouth to sing, I gave you that anointing to bring in the Shekinah glory. Like I said earlier, some people are just entertainers and there's some people that can till the atmosphere and the Shekinah glory will come in and the whole place is flooded with his glory. But then again, there's some people that will get up and it's just pure entertainment. People are clapping. People are yelling, screaming, raising their hands, just having a good time. But there are some people that can till the atmosphere that you feel the presence of God so thick in the air. The anointing hangs in the air and it's so thick. It tills the atmosphere for what God wants to do in that service or in that event, wherever you are. It's called anointing. I've seen some people that can sing beautifully, but that's all they can do, sing beautifully, because it's a talent. And I've seen some people who can't sing as well as that person, but can bring in the Shekinah glory because they have an anointing when they open their mouth to sing that God just sends in the glory, sends in his Shekinah glory. It activates. They know how to do that because that is where their anointing lies. So find out where your anointing is, what God would have you to be doing. Find out where your metron is. That means your place, your your sphere of influence. Find out where it is. Find out what you're supposed to be doing. Because if you don't, like I said, you're wasting time. And all of us have a timeline. We need to be doing whatever we're supposed to be doing for God. We should be doing it already. We should have started it already. We should know what God will be having us to do. Some of us have our hands on so many things. Nothing works because that's not what God is calling you to do. It is so easy once you know where you are anointed. It is so easy. You can do it with your eyes closed. You can get up and the Holy Spirit will give you an unction and you get right to it is successful out of the box successful because that is what you are anointed to do some people are anointed to make money some people are anointed like i said to sing some people are anointed to teach it's just whatever god has placed you in like i said when you when he sent you here he put something inside of you that the world absolutely needs. That is why we're all here to solve a problem in the earth. There are some people that became engineers, doctors, neurosurgeons, lawyers. He has put things in us that we absolutely will thrive in. And it's an occupation, yes it is, but sometimes people go in for money or whatever. But when God, I've seen surgeons pray over their hands because God has anointed their hands as healers and ask God to guide their hands as they go in and they get ready to go in. I've seen doctors pray like that because they know the, the anointing that they have in their lives, their hands actually heal. And they know that that anointing is on their life to heal 
and to make better. They know they're supposed to be in the health field. They know they're supposed to be neurosurgeons. Who else? God gives them that intelligence to do that and they know it. They know that. And then because of their, their walking in their anointing, they pull other people in, into their anointing. They have a, an influence on people. They might have a charity that they want somebody, hey, these are neurosurgeons. We got these kids here. We need to do this. Look at Danny Thomas. Danny Thomas started a whole hospital, St. Jude's Hospital. He was anointed to do that. And it's still in existence today. One of my favorite charities, St. Jude's Hospital. It is. But Danny Thomas did that. He saw those kids suffering with cancer. God touched his heart. He had an anointing to do that, to draw in those people, to get that hospital built. And it is still running up, running strong today. So where is your sphere of influence working? What population of people? Where are you supposed to be? And I'm going to say it again. Just because you have an anointing, do not think that it's not going to draw attention. It's going to draw attention. Anointing draws the attention of the enemy. It draws attention because he cannot stand that you're upsetting atmospheres everywhere you go. You should upset atmospheres everywhere you go. You should upset apple carts everywhere you go. I don't care when I walk in a room and the atmosphere is funny and there is static in the airway. When I walk in a room and I see people who don't know me react to me negatively, I know I'm in the right place. My anointing is working. I know when I walk in a room, my anointing repels the enemy before he even comes. They know who I am. They're supposed to know who you are. The enemy's supposed to know that, that is an anointed vessel of God. Yes, the atmosphere, the atmosphere gets really clear when you walk in a room. And people, you see people react. They don't even know you, but they react negatively. That means that your anointing is working. So find out where you're supposed to be. Find out whose life you're supposed to be touching. What population of people, what metron are you supposed to be in? Your sphere of influence. What region, what area, where are you supposed to be working? Because sometimes we're all out of order and things are not working because we're not doing what God would have us to do. We're not, we're not in the places he has applied to our hands. So I hope that helps someone today because I've had a lot of conversations about it during the week, last week, and well, really a lot, talk about it a lot, but people have to find out what their anointing is. Everything is not going to work for you. I don't care if it's employment. I don't care if it's in a ministry. I don't care what it is. If God did not place you there and tell you to be there, then you're not supposed to be there. It is not going to be successful. Because that's not what he told you to do. That's not where your your anointing is activated. That's not the area you thrive in. You may want to put yourself there, but that's not what God would have you to do. There is something else that he has applied to your hand. Everyone that is in the earth realm came to solve a problem. Find out what that is. Find out what it is and do that. Ask the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you if you don't know. He will do it. He talks to me all the time because I talk to him. I ask questions all the time and he answers. That's what he's for. Pray about it. So I hope this helps somebody today. I just wanted to say, I just want to jump on here um, a little bit and just say that because I think the anointing is very important to the body of Christ. And if we're not where we're supposed to be, that's just like my fingers not being in place. That means that I can't write. I can't hold a pencil. I can't do a lot of things. My toes, I'm unbalanced walking. 
my feet are off balance, if, I'm, if my toes are not in the right place, my nose is supposed to be on my face. And if it's not on my face, it's not doing its job. So something is going to malfunction. If my elbows were where my kneecaps were, we got a problem here. We are out of order. That is not where God assigned me. If my ears are not on the side of my of my of my head, that means that my head, my my hearing is off because my ears are not where they're supposed to be. The body of Christ has to know where they function. And if everything is rearranged, if I have a foot on where my hand is supposed to be, we have a problem. It's not going to run smoothly. It's not going to operate. It is out of order. It is broken. I can't do anything if I had feet where my hands were supposed to be, just like your anointing. So I hope that helps someone today. I just wanted to jump on, like I said, quickly this morning and say that and give you that um, little bit of information because I've been having having a lot of conversations about it. And it's time. It's a time in the land. This is the season where we should be walking in our anointing so we can defeat the enemy. And I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and her and I were talking, we've talked about it before um, and we've studied it before. I've studied it before and I'm, I'm still studying it. There are the 12 systems that the enemy operates in, in the earth realm. There are 12 systems that he absolutely operates in, in the earth realm. And we need to know what those are. So we can defeat the enemy. If we don't know what those 12 systems are, if we're not walking in our anointing, we cannot defeat the enemy in the earth realm. The people, people of God need to know what is going on in the, in the spirit realm. But there are 12 systems that the enemy absolutely operate in. And I'm going to talk about that probably next week because it is so, a lot of people don't know, like the economic system, the education system, technology. He's over all those systems. There are 12 that he is absolutely running things in the earth realm. But we can do something about it if we know where we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to be praying and how we're supposed to be walking in the spirit. So I hope that helps somebody today. You guys have a great Tuesday and I will talk to you on next Tuesday. Have a great day. Be blessed.